Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mic check, mic check as always. What is going on friends, family? We are back. Brand new week, brand new podcast episode. Uh, I've noticed that the, the podcast releases uh, releases, yeah, had not been as consistent um, as in prior weeks, months. Uh, life for me has been very up and down every week, right? And and it's rare that it, that it is like that. Um, but life events happen, work happens, you know. And sometimes you just don't have not necessarily the time, um, but like the energy, you know, to put forth like an actual good episode, right? And and so. The reason why the podcast hasn't been as consistent, like instead of releasing every week, it's probably every week and a half or something like that, right? So it's not like I'm taking like, you know, uh, two months to make an episode or something like that. But again, I apologize for anyone who is used to having the episodes released every week. Um, I'm trying to get that back. Um, but again, life, you know, life happens, you know, and you got to take care of yourself first in order to put out um, good quality work, right? And so today, uh, that is what we are attempting to do. Um, we were talking about high key lighting, right? So last week we talked about uh, how to uh, make natural lighting. We don't have windows, right? And today we're talking about high key lighting and how to actually make it look, uh, how to make it look good, right? And I'm pretty sure uh, for, for the most part, you the jobs that you're on, many times they uh, require or ask for higher key lighting, right? And so what is the difference between high key lighting uh, you know, moody lighting and all that, all that jazz, all that differentiation, right? Basically, high key lighting, the way I look at it is your ratios are very close together, right? Uh, so, you know, if you are looking at something like, um, you know, some something like a very, a very dark and moody, uh, very, very high contrast scene, your, your key to background ratio might be something like, you know, um, four to one, right? Very, very broad range of um, ratios, right? Of, of exposure. Uh, high key for me is usually more in the realm of like, you know, two to one from key to background, right? Pretty close together, right? Uh, because you're trying to make people look good. You're trying to make things not necessarily flat, but you know, some, you want some shape in there, but you don't want, you're not shooting the Batman, right? You're not shooting Rogue One, right? Even though we all wish we were uh, Greg Frazier, but how do you make high key lighting look good? Because most of the stuff I see that is high key is is still flat, right? Is you're just shoving light at someone's face, and then the background is 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 extremely bright, right? There's no differentiation, right? How do you make high key look good? In my experience, what what works for me is you need neg, right? You need to black out parts of it so you still have a shadow side. So when I approach lighting, whether it's high key, whether it's high contrast, whatever it is. Um, the one principle that I follow is among, among many things, right? But the one thing I look at is, okay, I need a key side and, and I need a shadow side. If I'm filming someone or something, right? I need a key side. I need a shadow side. Okay. So I have key side. I have a shadow side or do I have it? If I don't, I need to make one Right? I need to make one or the other. And then once I have both of them, then I look at the ratios and say, okay, cool. You know, this is two to one, three to one, five to one. What are we shooting? Right? And so how do you make that contrast? Again, like I was saying, is you need you need neg, right? You need to be able to block off a, a side, whether that's through like an eight by eight or whether that's 
um, if you have uh, more budget and you have uh, more resources to make that happen, right? Maybe you have like two eight by eights or you have, you know, a bunch of four by four, four by eight floppies, whatever it is, you need to be able to create contrast in high cube, right? And and keep that two to one ratio uh, or some some version of that, right? Um, and just play around with it, right? And, and you'll notice that your high key lighting will end up looking a little bit more finesse, a little bit more polished. Again, because there is contrast, right? High key doesn't necessarily, again, need to be like super flat, super overexposed um, to the point where it just kind of looks all like all trashy, right? Um, and so play around with it, right? Play around with, with neg, play around with blocking out um, uh, portion of your scene or portion of the area that you're filming in to create that shadow side. Right. And then you have your, your key side as well. Right. And as far as the fixtures go, right, the fixtures can be anything, especially in, in this day and age that we're in right now in 2022. There, there's so many great lights out there. Right. Uh, if you don't have the opportunity to have a big light like a um, even like a Forza 500, Aperture 600, uh, an Airy M18, anything in that realm. Right. Maybe you're still working with like a 300D or or something of that similar output. Can you find a better location, right? Or can you um, can you dress a set in a way so that you're not competing with, like, say, you know, sun coming through this whole entire row of windows, which normally would look good if you have enough punch to uh, to hold the background, right? So these are all the things that you're looking for to be able to to nail in the look that you want, that the director wants, that um, perhaps the client agency want for a particular commercial project that you're brought on for. Right, is, is utilize the location, number one, try to find the best location, right, that can take advantage of, of the budgetary limitations you may have. And then if you don't have um, that opportunity, right, to, to choose the best location, okay, well, can we, you know, dress a set in a certain way? Can we add a little bit of art department? Can we bring in uh, shears or curtains or, or you know, can, is there something in the room or in the office or in this building we can use to, to you know, block out? A section of the light, right? Maybe there's a really cool, um, like rolling shelf or something, right? You just, oh, hey, there's a shelf and there's wheels on here. Uh, let's put this in this back corner of the window so that way we can at least block off like, you know, five feet of the window or six feet of the window. That's gonna help us out a lot, right? And, and again, the the goal of it is whether it's high key or or again high contrast, right? We'll just keep it with high key. You you gotta you gotta pepper in as many layers as you can to help the overall scene, right? Make sure you have depth, make sure you have layers. Um, don't put someone up against the wall. I don't, I don't, there's some people that like that. I don't know why, you know? Uh, I mean, if you're going to put someone up against the wall, you need to have layers and, and how you do that is either through exposure contrast and, or color contrast. But if you have like a white wall with like a, a beige sofa and you're going to shove someone up against the wall and you're going to shoot there, you know, your, your, your coverage is limited, right? Because you're wide, even if you're shooting like into the corner of the room, it's still going to look extremely, um, off-putting, right? Because someone, if, if like, say you're on like an 18 mil and you're shooting a wide, you're shooting towards the corner of the room. There is a window there or, you know, a few windows there. Um, but for someone to be sitting in a corner, right? On a couch by themselves in, in a white walled room, right? More or less, um, may not be the best decision, if you know what I mean, right? Like, like if you're trying to tell any kind of story, even if it's like a corporate video, right? It's like, why is this, why is this person sitting in the corner of the room 
by himself. If this person is, is the CEO or some manager, right? That's not necessarily the most um, powerful or empowering position to put that person in, right? Why not move that? If you want to use, if you have to use a couch, why not move that couch away from the wall, set them up with a little coffee table or something like that, right? And place them in a position that is a little bit more appealing, right? You can create more depth, you can create more layers. If you create more depth, you have an opportunity to use an edge light if you need, right? You have an opportunity to wrap around with more neg, right? And and so, yeah, I mean, I, everyone has their own taste, but my opinion is like, you know, if you can create more depth, you can create more layers, then you have a better opportunity to create a better looking image, right? Because it's easy to just say, okay, you know, couch is here, put the guy in the corner, let's shoot, right? I don't need any light, I don't need any neg, whatever, let's just shoot him, right? But, you know, that can only take you so far before you start realizing that, your stuff just looks like everyone else's stuff. There's no differentiation between it, right? And so, you know, fight for the image, right? Because, I, you know, I, I was on set um, uh, earlier this year and uh, the director asked, you know, why why, why aren't I shooting this person this way, right? And I was like, because you're just putting this person on a chair in the corner of a room and it's all front lit, right? And so I moved the other way or at least I have some backlight you know, it was an exterior and there's some backlight and I can create some, some depth, right? Having the chair towards the middle of this small ass porch, right? To begin with. And I can maneuver at least in a 180 degree fashion from our backlight and there's more depth, right? There's more layers. There's more opportunity to create a better, uh, a better scene, right? Rather than just putting someone up against like, like the wall, right? I have no idea what that, what, how that helps in, in high key lighting, um, but hopefully it made sense to you. Uh, if you have any questions or comments on that or your own thoughts, you know, send me a DM. Let me let me know what you're thinking. And again, you don't have to don't shy away from high key lighting is what I'm saying is if you are in a, if you are brought onto a project where you're like, hmm, actually, you know, a high key lighting might be the best call. Create contrast right with it. Create shape with it. And that is um, that is through having your your shadow side and your key side. Make sure you have both. Make sure there's a differentiation again, with your ratios, right? Two to one, it's pretty easy to, to, to have two to one, right? If your background's like, you know, an eight, then your key is a five, six, right? Or maybe even a four, right? Or, or say your background, I don't know, maybe it's lower. Maybe your background's like a four, right? Your key's at two, eight. Those values are usually a little bit easier to, to finesse, right? Unless you're going like, okay, well, it's way easier to go from like, you know, if your background is like an eight and your key's a, and your key's a two, eight, I mean, you got to be shooting some like like the Batman or something, you know what I'm saying? Um, or something very high contrast, very high dynamic range where, you know, that, that background is meant to be that hot or whatever it is. All right. So, again, high key lighting, make sure you have your ratios closer together. Make sure you're creating a key side, a shadow side. Use nag, right? If you don't if you don't if you don't have like an eight by eight solid or a six by six solid um you use 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 uh what I used to what I used to use and sometimes I do every now and then is I would just take um, movers blankets right you can, that you can buy from like Home Depot or Lowe's or Amazon whatever it is right and it, essentially I would just use that as neg I would put that on like a T bar or I would uh, take two C stands together and connect the uh, uh, the extension arms and then just drape you know movers blanket over it right is it the same thing as neg Essentially, it is, you know, um, sometimes the mover's blanket, depending on how much light is hitting it, can actually not take away all that much light, 
because sometimes it, it can kind of be reflective, you know, not too much. Um, but I, I mean, it's still better than, than nothing. Right. So just be just be uh, crafty with it. Right. Or maybe um, I remember one time we were, we were on uh, we were at a location and we just ran out of neg and we ended up finding uh, it was a, it was on location at this person's house. And this person had like black um, black, not bed sheets, but they were like almost like blankets that you would put uh, during cold times. Right. And we just grabbed like three of them. Right. And we, and we hung them on C stands. Right. And that, that, that was it. That was our additional neck. Right. Okay. Enough rambling for me. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please let me know, rate it on iTunes podcast. I would appreciate it. Please follow the podcast if you haven't already. And again, we are trying to elevate the podcast as much as possible. Uh, it's a busy, I think I feel like it's a busy year. It's a busy year for me, which hopefully means it's a it's an even busier year for people who I'm trying to get on the podcast, right? Uh, so still trying to schedule stuff. I am not successful at it. So you get me just talking about fucking high key lighting. <laughs> All right. I'll catch you guys in the next week's podcast episode. Bye bye.